Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints to help us to navigate this tumult of life. And today we've got a a navigation extraordinaire show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So today... um... We have joining us Father Matthew McDonald. He is a priest of the Archdiocese of New York. He is the eldest of three children. He graduated with an undergraduate degree in philosophy from Franciscan, ordained by Cardinal Timothy Dolan in 2014. He obtained a bachelor's degree in sacred theology, master's in divinity, and a master's of arts in theology from St. Joseph's Seminary, Dunwoody, in Yonkers, New York. He is currently assigned as parochial vicar at St. Mary's Church in Washingtonville, New York, uh, where they have six inches of snow today. He has written articles on topics dealing with theology, history, spirituality, and current events for Catholic World Report, Crisis Magazine, and our own spiritualdirection.com. As a priest, he desires to draw people and himself close to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, through understanding and living out the basic teachings of the of the church on prayer and living out the interior life, and today is his birthday. There you go. I mean, it, well, that assumes they're listening to the show on his birthday. Or, or <laughs> that they're listening on a year that there's a leap year, because if you listen on a year that there's not a leap year, then will they hear this podcast? I don't know. He actually was born on a day that doesn't <laughs> exist this year, which is really kind of crazy. You know, it's kind of like if a tree falls in the forest. Right, yeah. You know, who hears it? So the thing I love about Father McDonald is he has two things about him that are exceptional. He has a gigantic brain. Like if it was represented physically, it would exceed far exceed the bounds of his cranium. And he has a gigantic heart, which also would fall far exceed the bounds of his physical heart. Although that's not necessarily, you know, that's a metaphor. But anyway... Welcome to the show, Father McDonald. Thank you, Dan and Stephanie. It's an honor and blessing to be with you here again. And yeah, it is part of natural law, God's plan. If you're born on February 29th, every leap year baby in the in-between years celebrates it both on February 28th and March 1st. So that is part of like divine law. So I'm just following, you know, that. You're just following. I just, I just am fixated on this idea like a Twilight Zone episode where you could do a whole show on this where the priest actually disappears on the leap year day where when the day doesn't appear and then reappears the next day. Right. Because his birthday is it's not gone. It's gone. Right. So, you know, it's very there cool. you go. Something <laughs> yeah. interesting about me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My birthday doesn't exist on some years. Well, yeah. very good to have you with us, father. So thank you. Go ahead. Sorry, father, to interrupt you. No, thank you very much. So let's talk about spiritual direction before we jump into, you know, who needs it and why. Uh, I think we got to talk about what it is. And uh, so maybe once you give us a definition of what spiritual direction actually is. Spiritual direction 
is basically guiding individual souls along the path to union with Christ mm-hmm. in their particular life. You know, um, Pope Benedict XVI stated in, um, at the, in his address to Theresianum in 2011, today the church continues to recommend the practice of spiritual direction, not only to those who desire to follow the Lord closely, but to every Christian who wishes to live responsibly his or her baptism, that is new life in Christ. And it gets to the heart of who is God and what is, who is Jesus? What is the church? What's my place in this world? What does the Lord want me to do with my life? And how do I accept the gift of God? That is me. And I think this is where spiritual direction is so important in the life of every disciple, no matter what your background or vocation is. Very good. Well, and you know, it's important to note then also, so spiritual direction is, is essentially a process in which a director and a directee uh, come to uh, discern uh, God's will. So there are three actors, if you will, in this play, in this, this, what's the order of importance of those participants and how do they all fit together? So the order of the, the order of importance is obviously God moving yeah. the heart of the directee and also the director facilitating a place where there can be vulnerability, listening and reverence to that action that of God in the soul and listening. So there, there is formation, but it's more so just seeing where the person's at and where the Lord is moving in their life and what is he calling them to do. Right. And the spiritual director is the least important in the order, right? Because they're the servant. They're the servant of God to aid the, the child of God that they're working with. And they're the servant of that child of God who's seeking to understand God's will. So it's uh, it, the order of priority then is God, directee, director, um, uh, properly understood. You know, uh, Pope Benedict in that address at the Tricianum, said all who wish to draw near and, and live responsibly, which implies that you maybe can't draw near and live responsibly without a director. Is that Would you concur with that strong of a statement? Yes. In some way, shape, or form, um, you need spiritual direction. Yeah. But that varies according to each person, what the Lord is doing in their life, what he, how he's calling them to union with him. That varies also according to the need, like the different seasons of their life and also what they're dealing with. And some people are called to a more constant, direct, lifelong spiritual direction because they are giving their life completely to Christ in the shape of, all right, I'm in seminary formation, I'm in religious formation, I'm a priest, I'm a deacon, I'm a religious sister, I'm a bishop, or I'm a lay person that's working full time within the humanity of the church within a particular apostolate, um, like faith formation, spiritual formation, evangelization, exorcism, deliverance, ministry, leading souls, you know, in RCIA to understand the basics of the faith. And this is where they're, they're, it's constant. You cannot refute that every disciple of Jesus Christ needs direction and guidance from his church 
in spiritual direction, but needs vary according to season and person. Yeah, I think the, the and, and one of my favorite arguments for why people need direction, you gave a list of kind of categories of activity and state and life and things like that, that, that would indicate it would be helpful. But I think at the, at the essential level of our humanity and our brokenness, we all have blind spots and, and, and so we have blind spots because of concupiscence and sin. And then God has also then designed us in such a way as, as he revealed through St. Catherine of Siena, that we are incapable of getting to heaven on our own. And so both, so we have a fundamental design that requires the input of other people. And then when you add on that sin and concupiscence, you have blind spots that require others to help you to see those. Do those resonate with you or you want to add to that idea? Yes, absolutely. Um, everybody is affected by the wound of concupiscence, again, which we inherit through original sin. The wound of concupiscence is not sin of itself, but it means me towards sin. Mm -hmm. But another idea that I think is also important is that everybody's called to holiness. Everybody's wounded by sin and needs healing, but everybody um, is called to be a saint. And to be a saint is to be another Jesus Christ. And that's why we are disciples. We're not just disciples to follow Jesus. We're disciples to allow Jesus to just permeate and fully flower within every aspect of our lives and our humanity as, ex as an extension of his own sacred humanity. And I think both there's two, there's two quotes that I found that are very interesting. One's from the Second Vatican Council. The holiness of the church is unceasingly manifested and must be manifested. And the fruits of grace, which the spirit produces in the faithful, is expressed in many ways in individuals who in their walk of life tend toward the perfection of charity, thus causing the edification of others. Then Pope Benedict and his audience, uh, the, the faith of the church, states this, whoever had and lived the faith in risen, Christ risen was called to become a point of reference for all others, setting them in this way in contact with the person and message of Jesus, reveals the face of the living God. This holds true for us. A Christian who lets himself be guided and gradually shaped by the faith of the church, in spite of his weakness, his limitation, and his difficulties, becomes like a window open to the light of the living God, receiving this light and transmitting it to the world. And like you said, we can't just do it by ourselves. Bernard Clairvaux, Jerome, St. Jerome would also say, if you're your own spiritual director, you're being guided by a fool. But this is the goal this is the goal of, direct, of direction, to help you become the saint that you are meant to be. And a saint is another Jesus. And that may sound Yoda-ish, but <laughs> you, 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 you look, I heard it from Monsignor John Essef, and it sounded Yoda-ish first to me. But when you read it into the mystical patrimony of the church and the gospels, it makes 100% sense. Yeah, absolutely. And we have about a minute left, Father, but one of the things that you said in 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 those definitions is that um we're we're called to be other Christ in the world. And essentially what that means is our life is not about us. That each one of us was individually created by God for a particular purpose. He has a design for us. 
He has a will for our lives. He has a divine plan that should be lived out through us in order for us to become saints. And if we don't have someone helping us and, and uh, navigating this journey to see where our blind spots are, to see where we need to draw near, to help us discern what's happening in and around us, um, we're going to miss that. We're going to miss that mission. And, you know, in our narcissistic society, we can tend to go, well, you know, I just, I want to do my own thing. Um, but there's a huge price to pay for that. And I, and I just, uh, I always think about how devastated so many of us will be when we stand before God. And he says, if you had followed me, look what I would have accomplished through you. You know, look how many souls would have, would have come with you. Um, look what I may have accomplished through you had you cooperated with me, but you chose not to. And so department from me, I never knew you. And, and I just, I really want to encourage folks to lean into this understanding that our life is not about us. And, and there's this beautiful invitation to love God and love others according to the way God desires us to, that is never boring. It is, uh, it's the, the grandest adventure of our lifetimes. And um, the world cannot offer anything to even remarkably compete with that. So we're going to take a break. Yeah, when we get right back, now. when we get back from the break, I also want to give people a list of resources where they can learn more about spiritual direction, spiritual direction schools for priests, uh, help for uh, uh, men discerning the priesthood. Uh, so we'll give you a bunch of resources after the break. Come back and join us with Father Matthew McDonald on spiritual direction. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today. There is a growing need for well-formed, solid spiritual directors in the church today. The Avila Institute, in collaboration with Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program, offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards God. The program is grounded in Ignatian and Carmelite spirituality based on a Catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles and the new evangelization. This program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back. This is Divine Intimacy Radio, and you're listening to Dan and Stephanie Burke and Father Matthew McDonald talking about spiritual direction. Before we jump back in, I want, you know, this always piques the interest of listeners, and there's a handful of resources we have that are just head and shoulders above anything else out there, and because primarily because it's all orthodox. But, um, and we have extraordinary professors. Extraordinary professors. Father extraordinary Matthew is one people. of them. So let me just give you a handful of things. The most important one, the one I'm most excited about, is we have a program to help uh, young men who are discerning the priesthood. And a website dedicated, staff dedicated. We work with 40-plus uh, dioceses around the country to help guys discern the priesthood. And uh, one major seminary uh, coming up here this year. 
but it's myhighcalling.org. Myhighcalling. Is it .com or .org? .com, sorry. Myhighcalling.com. And you can see it on the live screen screen there. The next thing I want to tell you about is if you're looking for a director and you're in any state in life, seekdirection.app, which is unusual. You can think of it as an app. Seekdirection.app is a website we developed uh, in concert with some friends of ours to get how people connect to directors. And the all of the directors in seekdirection.app go through orthodox schools in the United States. Um, the last educational institution I'll mention uh, is Avila Institute and the Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program. So if you think you may be called to spiritual direction, we have an exemplary program. The Heart of Christ is for anyone, and then we have a priestly uh, program where we, we form priests on how to be spiritual directors, but specifically dedicated to helping young men discern the priesthood. So all of that can be found out you know, at avila-institute.org. And then the last one I will say is I wrote a best-selling book on this topic uh, in 2011, which still sells very well, called Navigating the Interior Life, Spiritual Direction and the Journey to God, Navigating the Interior Life. So there's a handful of good resources for you. You can get that at spiritualdirection.com shop. Um, but let's jump back to Father Matthew. Father, let's talk about the uh, kind of stages in life where spiritual direction might be a little more important than in other uh, stages. Okay. So to these stages right off the bat could be right after one's confirmation um, into young adulthood, when one's still discerning their primary vocation from God, my call to the priesthood, religious life, married life. Um, and also after a major conversion mm -hmm. in which I returned to following Jesus and his church after living a life Pardon sin, ignorance, and unbelief. And in these stages, these two areas, something that's at the heart of one's lived relationship of faith are just questions re regarding basic discipleship. Who am I? Who is God? Who is Jesus? What is the church? What is my relationship to Jesus through his church supposed to look like? What are my individual gifts, talents, strengths, and interests? What are my sins? mortal sins, venial sins, root sin, what are my wounds, addictions, and areas of growth? How is Jesus asking me to know, love, and serve him in his church in my life? And how do I accept the gift of God that is me in love? And I think, especially the last one today, and this is a consequence of original sin, and I think this has always been a stream that has affected every age of history, but especially today, we see both within the church and in the world, a lot of self-hate. And, yeah. and that's a big sign of the evil one. I think spiritual direction is a very key area where you learn how to accept God's love for you and learn how to accept yourself as a gift of love from God. Absolutely. You know, along those lines, I think one of the very key parts of spiritual direction is discernment, is is the gift of the director and the directee listening to the Holy Spirit in the conversation to see where the enemies at work and where the Lord is calling and being able to discern what's God's voice, what is the enemy's voice, how to reject that. What's my own voice. You know, what's my own voice, how to reject the enemy's work in my life, where he is sowing those seeds of self-loathing, self-hate, 
um, that cause our own self-destruction because we're following the path of the enemy rather than God's path and, and how beautiful God's love is and how tender and good and healing he is to his people, that he's constantly calling us back to himself and to help us navigate that, to figure out where that, where we may have stepped off and we're listening to that wrong voice and get right with the Lord. You know, another place, Father, maybe you can comment on it, and, and you, you mentioned it actually categorically, but I think when you have a new con conversion or somebody is just sick of being mired in habitual sin, mm -hmm. maybe talk a little bit about the power uh, and, and how important spiritual direction is to breaking out of habits and cycles of sin and addiction. It's so important because when you just come back to Christ, you may have a lot of grace moving your life, but you don't know how to process and integrate it fully in your life. And this is where spiritual direction can help foster healthy habits of Christian discipleship. So identifying where my sin is, what's the common thread that's behind all my mortal and venial sins, what are wounds and lies, and developing a rule of life that that helps me to combat sin through proper ascesis. And we're focusing in on that right now a lot because it's the Lenten season, but also develop moments of intimacy with the Lord by learning what prayer is, you know, going on basic definitions like, like vocal prayer is so important, but transitioning from that to mental prayer and from mental prayer to the contemplative life where you can really be attentive to the Lord his movements, his love for you, and be in a position to love him back and to discern like Stephanie was, was um, saying earlier. Yeah, I think somebody can hear this that is completely new to this conversation and say, well, that sounds wonderful and beautiful, but I don't have time for this. And I think part of the discernment process of working with a spiritual director is finding how to rightly order our lives so we can find those moments where we can pray and listen to the Lord and allow him to love us and love him in return and to receive that grace that he wants to give us. And, and that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Um, because when we, when we draw near to the Lord, he'll meet us there. He's not, he has not abandoned his people. He wants to reach all of us. He wants to save all people and draw them all to himself and so I think this is just so important that we understand how necessary this is at whatever stage in life we're in. Father, you've written a three-part series, if I remember right, for spiritualdirection.com. It's so funny, I didn't mention that as a resource, but it's the largest website, uh, Catholic website in the world with respect to the number of articles, videos, and, and resources related to uh, how to how to grow spiritually, but also specifically on spiritual direction itself. Uh, tell us a bit about the articles you've recently written for us. So so I wrote three articles. Um, one is, why is spiritual direction needed? What are the seasons of life where I ha have a need for spiritual direction? And when do I need lifelong, vocationally-based spiritual direction? Yeah, so if you want to, if this show has been interesting to you, especially if you're discerning the priesthood, uh, head out to uh, spiritualdirection.com and just type in McDonald and uh, M-A-C-D-O-N-L-A-L-D-D-O-N-A-L-D and spiritual direction. You'll find it. They're, they're easy to find. Uh, also, don't forget to head out to myhighcalling.com 
for some specific personal care if you're discerning the priesthood. But uh, I want to just be careful because I, I, though I am excited about what we're doing for the priesthood now, um, the spiritual direction is really for everyone as the, we open the show. And the, in the quote, of course, that Father Matthew even provided from Pope Benedict regarding the Theresianum in Rome is how I began my book uh, in navigating the interior life because I thought it encapsulated so clearly that priests, religious, laity, uh, deacons, if you got a pulse and you want to make progress in the interior life, you've got to have somebody to walk with you. You've got, you know, one of the things that we talked about in the last segment was blind spots and that sort of thing. But I think also blind spots plus our fundamental design, which requires others, right? Uh, and then our sin, all of those together equal, the equation equals, we have an infinite capacity for self-delusion. And it is just beyond powerful to have someone dispassionately walking with us through prayer and through decision-making and through all of this. Um, Father, I, you know, maybe you could just, as we're wrapping up the show, we've got two minutes. What's been the biggest impact in your personal life regarding spiritual direction? Like who's maybe, how has it affected you personally? So one of the biggest influences on my vocation, besides my parents and my maternal grandfather, was my high school guidance counselor. I went to Kellenberg Memorial High School in Uniondale. Um, and he was just a real spiritual father to me. And he helped me understand, you know, the beginning of what the church's patrimony is, not only in general, but also what is the interior life. And throughout seminary, I've met um, various priests, my own director, Father Donald Haggerty, um, Monsignor John Asaf, who I was blessed to go on canonical retreat for five to six years. And I owe a lot to him and my priesthood. They were kind of supports for that. And especially Monsignor Asaf, he was like, God, God wants you to make spiritual direction, appeal your priesthood. When somebody of his caliber says that you kind of take a moment listen, and you pause yeah. <laughs> and you listen and you don't say no to that. So, and, and I've, guided a bunch of people and some people are constant throughout your life. Some people you guide for a particular pe period, some people you can do more, more than others, but it's not about the director. It's about God. It's about serving the Lord and his plans for the soul and not just imposing my own ideas on them, but at the same time, giving them solid formation that the Lord is asking me to give them, not just what I think, but how the Lord is moving and reverencing that. Amen. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Great way to end the show. Yeah. So uh, head out to spiritualdirection.com and look up Father McDonald's articles there if this has interested you. And so until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.